Hello and welcome to another episode of the Biswell Podcast. Today we're talking Ted Lasso. I'm trying to do my Oprah there. You guys have seen Ted Lasso, haven't you? I, I, I think I'm the last to show up that's watching this show. I have heard about it literally, I think for a couple years. I don't know, just the name of it. I was like, Ted Lasso. And I don't know, they show the picture of Jason, the guy in real life. And I don't know, it just, I don't know, it just didn't resonate. Finally, finally, I watched it. And my goodness, I can't say enough about it. If you haven't seen it, you have got to go watch it. Today's episode, I'm talking about leadership lessons from Ted Lasso. Oh my gosh. So let me just set the stage just in case you haven't seen it. And if you have, this is quick. He is from the U.S. and he is recruited to the U.K. uh, to go and teach football. I'm doing air quotes, but it's actually soccer. So soccer is in the U.K., football here, but he's a football coach in the U.S. So he doesn't know anything about soccer. And long story short, he's recruited because the owner's wife of the team wants to take the team down. And she thinks by hiring an American who knows nothing about soccer will destroy the team. But there's so much, I mean, it's just heartwarming. It's funny as all hell. It's like you, you know, shocked at some things that come out. I mean, it just, it can't say enough about it, but mostly it just makes you feel good. It's just one of those feel good shows that we all need right now. But what I'm watching, I'm like trying to correlate some of so he comes in and now he's the leader. He's the the coach and the manager of this team. And it's 25 young, or maybe more than 25, young, athletic, professional people who don't give the coach any credit because he doesn't even know anything about it. But through his determination, through his patience, oh my God, I can't say enough. And that's what some of this is going to be about today. So lessons learned from Ted Lasso. So first and foremost, it starts out, he goes to UK, to the club. He gets there, he goes around and he starts hanging up these little posters. And I think most of them are handwritten with a Sharpie on a, on a piece of paper, but he, he hangs up a poster. It says believe. And anyone who knows me, like that's my mantra, my middle name. I believe, I believe so strongly in so many things. I believe that we can achieve things. I'm super passionate and the word just believe gets me excited. So when he's setting, he put one above the door. So every time the guys walk through the door right above it, it says believe. And so when I saw that, I think to myself, I've got to love this. But from a leader perspective, you know, as I watch this show, I think when I see the believe, he's a leader that that instills hope and optimism. And it's not lost that you we can achieve great things when we believe in ourselves and I'm very passionate about that. I've got a little kid's book I wrote, children's book. It's all about believing in yourself. And when we don't believe, we can't achieve. And when we don't have the self-confidence, and he really instills hope and optimism in so many of his team to the point where there is a guy, the opening scene, uh, Ted Lasso walks out onto the, the field. This guy comes running out. He's like, what are you doing on the grass? Get off the grass. I manicure the grass. And long story short, he is a groundskeeper, I believe. I, I don't even know what his official title ever was. But Tad Lasso, through time, and hear me out here. This is a little bit of a long story, but it's going to go into my next uh, Ted Lasso leadership that I believe in. He builds a relationship with this person on the grass. 
And this person's a groundkeeper. The players don't give him a time of day. They dismiss him because he doesn't have a title and, and whatnot. But through getting to know this person, two things happen. Um, Ted Lasso sees something in this groundskeeper that he doesn't see in himself. And he actually promotes him to be like an assistant coach. And so, you know, lesson number one that I learned is hope and optimism as a leader is so important in helping those people believe in themselves and they don't. And number two, relationships. I always knew it, um, but to see it on film and see it again, Ted Lasso came in without any credibility and he built relationships and it took time, uh, but he was able to achieve that through relationship building. So that's number two. Have hope and optimism. Believe in yourself as a leader and believe in those around you. He would always stop the negative self-talk and uh, he would say things, you beat yourself up. Um, It's like hearing Woody Allen play the clarinet and, you know, I don't want to hear it. Like funny things like that and you'd have to watch it to understand. But bringing optimism to leadership isn't about downplaying the reality. It's about believing in yourself and your players and that you'll prevail. So I love that. Second one were the relationships. He got so much accomplished through these relationships. As I saw him going in and tackling all these problems. And I know in the past I've gone in as like, I'm the leader. This is how we're going to do it. And this is the new game plan. He didn't go that way at all. He built the relationships. He was patient. That's number three. So number one's believing Number two, relationships. Number three is patience. I still, 150 years later, as an adult and professional, I am not patient. I get very impatient when people don't move fast enough, don't accomplish quick enough. And as I watched him come in, and first of all, he talks really slow. And I'm always like, get to the point, get to the point. You know, he listens to everyone and he lets everybody come up to speed on their terms. And he was patient and overly patient with them. Like I would have at some point said, okay, enough is enough. This is the program, get on board. But he never did that. He was just patient all the time. And you've got to give kudos to someone who could be patient, especially when some of these players were disrespecting him, you know, wouldn't listen to him, would walk out when he was talking Like, kudos to him to be able to sit there and tolerate that. Most people will let alone leaders. So patience is a virtue, as they say, and Ted Lasso has it and is a great example of being patient in your leadership. All right, the other thing that's reiterated and I loved is Ted Lasso made some tough calls. And it is so hard as a leader to make those tough calls And I had to ask myself as I watched the scene, would I have done that? So the scene was, um, there are two players on the team. One is the young new stud on the team. And the one is the older, and older being like 30-something, tenured player. So the two players are constantly going head-to-head. The younger player gives the senior tenured player a hard time. They're always arguing, bickering. They're not playing as a team as a team. So, you know, this is where Ted Lasso comes in. He's not afraid to make a tough decision or an unpopular one. And, um, after a few conversations that he has with the team and these two players, it sort of falls on deaf ears and he makes a point by pulling the star goal scoring player. He's the only one that really makes any goals at this point from the game at a crucial moment. 
And it's because the player refuses to recognize he's part of the team. He thinks he's just, he's the badass. He's the one that brings in the goals, which is true, but he doesn't play as a team leader and, or a team player. And so he pulls him out and has him sit on the bench. Oh my gosh. Everybody's heart drops. The team is like, what the hell? They all know that he's acting like an ass, but they know that they need him. And so here it goes, like making the tough calls. And as a leader, it's so hard. Sometimes, you know, it's the right thing to do, but you are doing it to save face or you're doing it to protect an employee and and save something. But leaders who tolerate, especially individual behaviors at the expense of the entire team, they're not building a cohesive and high functioning team that way. The rest of the players, I'm sure, and you could see it, would look at Ted Lasso as like, mm, yeah, like we, we can see who runs the team here. It's not Ted Lasso. It's this other guy. So by making those tough calls, oh, my gosh, it's super hard. He did it. Actually, there were some good things that came after that. I'm not going to give it away because if you haven't seen it, you've got to see it on your own. But it was like one of those moments where you sort of gasp like, oh, wait, what's he doing? But he made the right call. And as leaders, we have to make those tough calls and or the most those unpopular calls, those are the hardest. I think the the last thing I'll touch on that I absolutely love and I often crave it in the workplace is personal connections. I try with my team, I do get caught up in the day-to-day and sometimes, you know, don't spend as much time hearing about their family or their desires. But I think as humans, we all crave that connection. And especially now as we're remote and working apart and in Ted Lasso, he spends so much time, it may it be with his boss, Rebecca, the team captains, Roy, um, and whomever it is, he's taking time to get to know them. Like he goes in every morning, he actually makes biscuits, who would have known? Like, uh, I think they call it biscuits with the boss or something. He brings her a fresh little biscuit every morning. It's like a cookie. It looks delicious. And, you know, over time, at first she's annoyed. It's like, oh gosh, here comes Ted again. But over time, she he listens to her. She opens up, they build this personal connection and he treats everyone with respect and patience. Like I said, God, he's a saint for patience. And I think, you know, it it demonstrates that genuine interest in making that connection while learning about other people is so important. And just his unwavering desire to find a way to establish rapport with each individual person is so critical and it, it, it's building this trust. And at the end or after the first season, like everyone loves him, not everyone, but his team, everyone is turned around and they find something super special in him. So I think everybody wants that personal connection. And, and in this uh, series, he does a great job at putting that all together. So as I wrap up and I think of Ted Lasso and what I've learned and what I want to continue striving for, there's so many things, you know, I think there wasn't anything eye-opening. You're not going to watch it and go, oh, I didn't know that a leader should do that. But I think it, it shows it just in a different way that we're not used to seeing. And it all comes down to is he treats each person with super depth of kindness, which we don't see that, at least in corporate America, that's not out there. I mean, it's a moving and grooving and hustling place. And, and not that people are treated poorly. It's just the kindness is not not at the forefront. So, you know, seeing a leader with such kindness, he has confidence in who he is. He doesn't have to make a big splash and, you know, I'm the new ruler and you're going to do this. He gets people to follow him in the end and he doesn't sweat the small stuff. That's the message that I really took back from it because I get, I can get caught up in uh, the small stuff. And at the end of the day, 10 years, five years, five days, are you going to remember what you were sweating about? 
So don't sweat the small stuff. I know it's easier said than done because I have to remind myself about that. Anyway, if you're not watching it, go watch it. Even if you don't want to know about leadership, he's a remarkable guy. Everybody sort of wants him as, I would want him as my best friend. (laughs) He's just so hopeful, optimistic. He's funny. Um, So how can you bring a little Ted Lasso into your daily work? Uh, I'd love to hear what you do and what I'd love to hear what you're thinking about the Ted Lasso show. So drop me a line or connect with me on social media. I'm on Instagram, melissa.botello. Until next time, thank you for tuning in to the Biswell podcast.